Glory to God, Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Savior. And humans were born to fellowship with God. The, the Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we welcome You to this time. I bless those listening. I believe with them that You'll reveal Your glory to them in the wonderful name of Jesus. And to You, Jesus, is all the praise and glory. Amen. Coming up this Friday is Good Friday. And then, of course, Easter on Sunday. And we, we celebrate the sacrifice of Jesus, His death, His resurrection, which is the greatest miracle in human history. Um, just a side note, I do in the around those days, I want to do some messages about the sacrifice of Jesus. But this week, I want to continue speaking about some of the parables. And so in Matthew 13, here's the order of the parables that are presented in that chapter. The parable of the sower, then the then that parable is explained, then the parable of the wheat and the tares, the parable of the mustard seed, the parable of the leaven, then the parable of the tares explained parable of the hidden treasure, the parable of the pearl of great price, the parable of the dragnet, with a brief explanation about it, and then the next parable, as far as I can tell, is in Matthew 18, and it's the parable of the lost sheep, and then we know that in Matthew there's other just to, okay, in Matthew 18, there's the next one is the parable of the unforgiving servant. And then later, there's more parables. So the parable of the lost sheep, it could be, could very well be that it is, has an importance, a unique importance because of where it is and, and it, it's... Uh, You know, I've just, I'm not, I don't fully have the answer on that, but everything in the Gospels, everything is, is, of course, everything that Jesus said is eternally important. He even said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And so let me just give an overview. The parable of the lost sheep, generally, it's a very famous parable. We know that. So, Jesus presents here that if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not, this is reading in verse uh, 12, does he not leave the 99 and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? And if he should find it, assuredly I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. There's so much in this parable. The very first verse, Jesus said, Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. 
That is incredible. They're angels. And we don't know how many that is. We just know it's plural. It's more than one. And and from what I can tell, it's Jesus said, For I say to you that in heaven, they're angels. So every child has his or her own angels in heaven who always see the face of the Father God Almighty, which is just incredible to think that we, uh, no man or woman can look upon God's face because He is too glorious and too awesome. Okay, Jesus, you know, it's revealed in the Bible, no man can look upon His face and live. Um, yet angels can. Incredible. Skipping to the last verse in this parable, even so it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. There's another very, very uh, clear revelation that God wants everyone to be saved. He wants everyone to make it to heaven. He is... I mean, Jesus said it right here. It's, and if we studied the Bible, there would likely be dozens and dozens of specific verses that reveal that. Maybe even hundreds. I mean, it, it very well... I, I would predict it's more than, more than maybe 200 or 300 specific places in the Bible that that is revealed. In this parable alone, it's revealed um, in the first verse. Then, the, then the, here's the famous verse right after that first verse about the angels always seeing the face uh, about children's angels. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Every person is lost. And Jesus seeks to save them. So there's two right there in this parable. This, and then Jesus speaks about um, if a man you know, has a hundred sheep, he goes to find that one who's lost. So there's another... Uh, well, it, it, the, the last verse clearly is. So there's at least three in this parable alone. Um, clear revelations of Jesus Himself revealing that God wants everyone to be saved. Amen. Amen. And so the mystery is, someone may say, well, um, the book of life was written before the foundation of the world. Well, Okay, so there's two sides there, right? If it's written before the foundation of the world, how can it be that God wants everyone to be saved? Well, it's, it's a mystery of the kingdom of heaven. That it's up to a human being to choose. Even though God wants them to be saved, I, I, I've, I've said that before in this podcast, but we should repeat that again and again. That's a mystery of the kingdom. It's up to a human being to choose between God and self. That's the answer. But, and why is that? Because humans are made in His image. He made man into His own image. He cannot make anyone receive Him. But how does someone get saved? It's through the anointing. 
the anointing breaks the yoke. That's the only way people can get saved, really. Now, let me take that back. Many people get saved because they're in desperation, right? They, They don't hear, I mean, they just... And they call out to God. It, it, sometimes it takes the, the difficult times for us to, to turn to Him, right? So in that sense, um, they may not even hear a message. They might have heard the Gospel. But it's also that the anointing does break the yoke. You know, that's a very, very famous Scripture and a powerful truth. The yoke was destroyed because of the anointing oil. And I believe that's in Isaiah. But anyone at any time can can get saved. They don't have to hear a message. They don't have to experience the anointing. Um, Just a brief preview in the coming days. I do want to speak about some of the other parables in Matthew the next one, the parable of the unforgiving servant, that is a very, very, uh, again, this parable is so important, especially because of its placement, where it is, but also um, dealing with with unforgiveness and, and so important, so important, okay? So important that we forgive. Then in, in Matthew 20, the next one, it looks like the next one is the parable of the workers of the vineyard. In Matthew 21, the parable of the two sons, and then the parable of the wicked vine dressers. Verse uh, chapter 22, parable of the wedding feast. And then there are more parables uh, in, in the subsequent chapters. Thank you for listening today. Please visit wonderreality.org. Thank you for following this podcast and being a partner. We're very grateful. And again, looking forward to um, celebrating Good Friday and Easter and much more. Th- thanks.